What is up, guys? Wagwan, it's your boy Oday Osborne, and joining me in the studio, we have Misha, the legend, the great Tate. How you doing, Misha? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that intro. Yeah, look, and I know, I know your fight name is Cupcake, but I feel like you deserved the to be Misha, the great Tate. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, but I, I also learned something already that uh, I was wondering what Wagwan was, but yeah. uh, you told me before we started, you know? But yeah, cool. a lot of people always ask me that, like, what does Wagwan mean? Even though I've said it in like six shows. Um, so in Jamaica, in Patua, it's our language, it's called Patua. Um, Wagwan means what's going on, like wa means what, like okay. what and then guan is going on. Oh, that's way too easy. You just <laughs> yeah. blew my mind with that. Wait a minute. I just needed to read it. Wa guan. Right. Wa yeah. go on. Like wa go on. Like what? Wa go on. Yeah. Right. Oh man. So, you know, living out here in beautiful, sunny Las Vegas, how do you like it? Oh, I love living in mm -hmm. Vegas. I, I feel like Vegas is whatever you make it. Like sometimes people yeah. look at me and they're like, how could you live in Las Vegas? <laughs> like, they think that people who don't live here yep. think that Vegas it's is all the strip. <laughs> yeah, like that we live that life, like that what they come here and do on a weekend and how they wreck themselves and yep. can barely, you know, make yep. it to work on Monday um, or on their flight. Yep. Uh, that that's how we live. It's like no, that's that's it, it becomes like so so easily accessible it's just not even interesting anymore you no, know like i don't even go down to the strip very often unless people are visiting no you're absolutely right because my friends man my friends back in wisconsin and florida they, they're like oh man how do you how do you live in vegas and go out every day or every weekend i'm like it's not i barely it's go not, down there yeah it's not how people live in Las Vegas. you could not live like that you wouldn't that's not very sustainable right oh yeah. man and before we get hey, uh chase shout out to my man chase by the way behind the camera uh chase do you you have that clip that I sent you um, from Misha. It was like a when she was supposed to do the show the first time. You know what? Let me look for it, and then uh, I'll get back to you when I have it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Or I can find it. It doesn't really matter. But uh, sorry to interrupt you. No, no. But yeah. Um, so tell me what's up. What's what's up with you now? What's new? I know you have a kid now. Two. Um, two kids. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How is that? Being a mom is awesome. Yeah. Um, I. They've given me a whole different purpose in mm -hmm. life. You know, like you think you understand life and. And like I was talking to Michael Chiesa and I was like, do you think you're mm -hmm. going to have kids with you and your wife? He's like, no, I don't think so. You know, I just, I, I don't think I'm really missing out. And I'm like, well, you are missing out, but you don't know what you're missing out on. So mm -hmm. you don't have the perspective and that's fine. Like people who don't want to have kids. Cool. Like yeah, I yeah. get it. Not everybody can have kids in this world. It'd be too many it's damn true. people in this world. It's true. And not you just know? that, it'd be too many damn irresponsible people in this world. Not well, everybody should have kids. Not everybody should have kids. Honestly. And if you're one of those people, you don't think yeah. you should have kids. You probably shouldn't have kids. Right. You how know? is it, but how is it though? Balance, is it, does that get difficult at times? Balancing? Sing, so being a mom hard. And, yeah. oh my god i gotta give a big shout out to to micah yeah you know because we both yeah. we both work with micah and mm -hmm. he's a mental coach at the ufc and he has helped me tremendously about being present mm -hmm. and that has been a game changer for me oh, it's been man. a game changer yeah. yeah and i you know i had to figure some mm -hmm. some well i'm trying to figure things out since my last fight you mm -hmm. know i built this ferrari engine of a body there's just like yeah. wrecking shop during yeah. the training camp and i felt so good and so strong and it dropped down to 125 for the first time still proud that i can add that to the resume of things that i was mm -hmm. able to do because that was really hard but um the presence so if i'm in practice mm -hmm. you know what do i want out of that moment if yeah. I'm with my kids, what do I want out of that moment? Mm. If I'm hanging with you, what do yeah. I want out of that moment? Like, how do I work on being present? And it's yeah. still a work in progress because I get distracted like anybody else. But it's like when I'm thinking about something else and I'm here and I'm having this conversation, all of a sudden, you know, or you're in practice, you start thinking about something else. It's like what he says, like, grab the balloon, like grab yes. it and bring it right <laughs> bring back, it right back. <laughs> bring it back, like be right here now. Yeah. And that's kind of what I felt like in my last fight. The mm -hmm. balloon was like in all the, over the place. It was I don't even couldn't even have sight of it. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I was. No, I just it was not present. Can I you had not made up my mind what I wanted in that moment. And that sounds really weird. No, I get I just, that. So can you explain to our audience what grabbing the balloon is? Yeah, to the best of my ability. You know, of course, I'm not mm -hmm. Micah. I wish he was here so he could break down. <laughs> but essentially, uh, the balloon symbolizes kind of your your mm -hmm. present 
And if you let go of a balloon, it's yeah. going to float and drift off and go wherever, mm-hmm. um, kind of unmaintained. Yep. And if you want to be present, you know, it's not that the mind will never lose focus because mm-hmm. that's the human brain. It's yep. always going to lose focus. So people have trouble with meditation or being alone with themselves mm-hmm. and quiet moments because they just want constant stimulation. But yeah. sometimes when you just simplify it, it just basically means that when you lose focus on what you're doing, mm-hmm. You like you think of the symbolism of grabbing a balloon and having it right back there with you. When you yeah. have your balloon, you're there in that moment and you're focused on what you want to do. When you start losing focus, it's okay. Just how quickly can you realize you've lost focus yeah. and grab the balloon again and get back to what you're trying to do. And the better you get at that, the longer you can stay focused. And I think also the faster that you can like maintain that mm-hmm. when you realize you've lost the focus. I, that's amazing because that's one of my hardest things at times when, especially when life happens, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of fans or people that don't follow fighting don't really understand how much we have to take into that octagon sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes it's like for me, being present is so hard because I'm worried about this, that, or the other thing. Yes. You know, and sometimes I have to calm myself like you know be in a space of complete stoicism Mm -hmm. that's the only way i can be a successful fighter for me is okay you know what it's fight time i gotta be stoic and forget about all the other stuff otherwise my balloon is like all over the place all over the place everybody's you know and it is it's what ifs because we get stuck sometimes in the past, basing things that have happened in the past on what's going to happen in the future. And what happens is mm-hmm. we're living in two places that don't exist right now. It's true. Right? It's true. And one of them being Instagram. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. that's a place that's not always authentic and real to, especially like this moment, which you want right here, right now. And these right. people are living these fabricated lives and it's it's imagery. Yeah. So I do encourage people not to get too caught up in social media and what, what that really translates to. And life is Good not luck. very accurate in my opinion. <laughs> Um, but we do have to remember that, right? That we yeah. can't live in the past. If you're d- find yourself dwelling on the past, yeah. right? Sometimes then you're creating anxiety for the future and you're missing out on the now. You're such a good inspirational woman. You know what I'm saying? I think the world needs more of that. You know, um, you've always been like that too. And I love that about you. You know, you inspire so many people and the world needs more people, especially younger women in this generation. They're looking, you know, they're looking towards the the Cardi B's and the Kim Kardashians and the women that, you know, is setting. They have all the confidence in the world. Don't get me wrong. I think a lot of young women, you know, that I noticed, too, because I was a teacher, a lot of young young girls, they, they love women with confidence. Unfortunately, a lot of the women with confidence that they love are not setting the best example for them. So... I encourage all the younger women to follow women like you, you know, who are successful in the right way, you know, because that's what life is about. It's not living your your life in a fake lens. You know, it's uh, taking time to be present and stuff that you talk about, which I think is amazing. Well, thank you. I know, you know, to give some context, we've Mm -hmm. had some pretty cool and unique and deep conversations you know in the sauna after you know we just got hammered with strength and conditioning you know what i mean and we're just in there like trying to get through 20 minutes of you know hanging Uh, out in the heat for real Um, and that was no i was just gonna say that and that was the one of the first times it's so crazy like i've had more conversations with you in the sauna than i think (laughs) (laughs) that's where we really go like deep you know what i'm saying i think sometimes too it's easier to talk in in an environment where it's like enclosed and you know what I mean? You're sweating and you don't have, you know, all the... Take the f- your mind off of it yeah. too, you know? Because sometimes it's hard to stick out that 20 minutes in the sauna, for sure. It's so hard. It's so hard. And, you know, coming... Well, I remember the first time um, that I moved here, it was about a, a year and a half ago. Okay. And I was struggling so hard with sleep. I was struggling. You know, I had a fight coming up. And, you know, I was still on my first contract, actually. Um, I had a fight coming up, still my first contract. And I was just like, man, you know, I lose this fight. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, it was only about my fourth fight in the UFC. Um, I'm like, man, you know, I was two two and one or one and two, one and two. And I'm just like, you know, man, I lose this fight. I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm just so much in my own head all the time, every day, you know, and you told me. You told me, you're like, 
you have control of your own thoughts. You know, you're not sleeping because you're you are making yourself um, relentless and not sleeping. And just the, your your words encouraging me. You know, before that fight, I was like, man, this girl is amazing. And what I didn't tell you was, I was actually I was always a huge fan of yours. So when you spoke to me about you know helping me generate my sleep and brain tap, which we'll get into. And you told me all about brain tap and ways I can improve my sleep and my health and stuff like that. I was just like, I was like, man, I always thought you were this like amazing. No joke, no joke. I've been watching you since like high school. Like I, I, I've always thought you were just this amazing fighter in and outside of the octagon. And when I first met you, because sometimes you meet people and they just let you down, and you're like, okay well, this person isn't like I thought they were going to be. Right. And I met you and you were greater than I thought you were going to be, you know, and because I, I was watching you from when you were fighting, um, was it Meiju, Hitomi? Yeah, Mayu Kajala, Hitomi Yeah, Kano. oh my gosh, you undefeated. Then you went and uh, you fought, um, I forgot who it was, but then it, it, it spiraled you to getting that fight with Holly Holm, which was like, for me, well, I've been a fan of you for, for the longest, you know, so it was like, I was like, living vicariously through you and i was just like when you won that that title that was so i was amazed man i was like chase do you have that footage of the title of i have the, of the uh injury uh no the clip that i sent you before i don't have that oh, one. Oh, but you have, I have the other one all right it, that's fine thing. that's which injury uh you know what let's what, play it let's see what comes up <laughs> we're on a different my, page today you know? right my point is uh you know because i've been such a oh this is the one yes okay. the the wellness the wellness because i you know i've been such a huge fan i'll tell you it's like give me one second chase yeah because i've been such a huge fan and you know um the stuff that you you gave me it actually helped me so much and ended up winning my fight. And now I've, you know, from four fights, now I have seven fights, th uh, three, con you know, about to be on my third contract, you know, and been going to your wellness center. And that's been such a huge impact on me. And I wanted to share that with, the, with everyone watching to show you guys all that Misha has been doing outside of the octagon, helping other fighters and people throughout their day to day life. So, Chase, can you play that for me, please? Hello. Are you good? That's my girl Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Tracy Lee, she's an OG too. She used to be taking. Hi, pictures. welcome back. Back in Strike Force days in the <laughs> UFC before they they gave it over to Getty Images or whatever, she was there yeah. cage side taking pictures. She took that picture too, by the way. Really? Out in the desert? Yeah, the Elephant Rock they call it. Oh, that's badass. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, of course. You know, and for those of you guys that don't know, you know, brain tap, when Misha first told me about brain tap, right, I was having such a hard time sleeping. And she told me about this, this thing like brain tap. And I was like, brain tap? I'm like, none of that's going to help. I'm like, my brain is too powerful. I am not going to sleep. She's like, no. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me, you, first of all, when we first met, because I was going to chime in on that. When we first met, yeah. I mean, I no, like, I didn't know who you were. I mean, I knew you fought mm -hmm. in the UFC or whatnot, but it, like, I, I wasn't super familiar. And I just remember like butting myself into your conversation because I heard you talking about like sleep or whatever. And I was like, dude, I, I can't help myself. Like if I know something yeah. or whatever, and I'll show you my sleep scores in a second. My, my aura <laughs> ring, I'll I make you real joy. Do you yeah. have an aura ring? Do you wear I don't one? wear it. No, I, I'm like, I purposely don't wear it because it tells me if I'm in the red, if I'm not having right. good sleep. And I don't like that. Well, at least wear it maybe when you're off, like right now, like yeah. camp or whatever. And that way you can see if some things are helping your sleep because knowledge is always power. You this don't always true. have to look at it, but this even if true. it's documented and you go back or you have mm. make notes and say, oh, you know, I did hyperbrex today. I slept better. Or I did brain tap today. Hmm, is there a correlation or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is, these new things you're trying, sometimes mm -hmm. you can see if they move the needle. 
And that's but, my problem. I need to be more like that instead of being more like out of sight, out of yeah. mind. <laughs> right. Well, sometimes we don't like what we're seeing or hearing, right? And especially if I, I know it can be really annoying with the aura mm -hmm. ring. Sometimes it's like, you're not ready. You're not ready. You're mm -hmm. not ready. And I think there's a there's knowledge, but there's also like how you feel. So you can't like take it too heavily what it's telling you. But anyways, um, I remember just butting in on that conversation and just being like, you know, like just don't make it something you don't enjoy. Yeah. like fighting you know what i mean mm -hmm. like and and that that power that you have over your that. mind like to quiet your mind some do some breath work those things mm -hmm. and then just kind of like kept in touch with you and brought you over to desert moon wellness stuck you in a hyperbaric chamber <laughs> and you were like oh there I, i'm and you were so tired like you walked in and you looked like <laughs> like <laughs> you were so tired i mean your eyes like you look like my two-year-old when he did not oh, nap man. that day and yeah. it's like bedtime i was done for oh he you were done you're like i'm not gonna i can only sleep in my bed and your eyes were like half open and i was like <laughs> let's just get in there put this headset on uh, and we'll see what happens you passed out i was like a baby i like curled up into a ball too i was just like <laughs> i was out there like this yeah, you were. I think oh, I have some, I don't know if I ever sent you that footage, but I have some stuff where I was like sneaking in the chamber, like taking <laughs> video of you, like not in the chamber, but like through the windows. Um, so where was I going with that? So anyways, I was really happy to see that you went in there and you, you yeah. experienced that and you came out and you were just like, oh man, and you went home and you listened to your body. I was yes. so proud of you because yes. you were like, oh, I think I'm going to go, you know, do another really, really hard training. And I was yeah. like, you know, you, you got to remember, like you are the CEO, you're the boss, all mm -hmm. these coaches, great. I love the support, but mm -hmm. you are you at the end of the day, and you're the only one who knows like the level mm -hmm. of work that you're putting out. And I think you went home and you just slept for like five hours. I did. I passed out, and this was after two. This was after you know I had been running, so I running Mount Charleston on the weekend, yeah. um, doing my sprints on Wednesdays. But the problem I was having is that I was just not like my brain was just like, mm -hmm. and so I was just not. It's either I'd sleep for an hour or two and then wake up and then just can't go back to sleep or I would just not sleep as well. And after I went into that chamber and put that brain tap device on, it just like it just made my brain kind of focus on something else. And Calm it took down. me off into the distance. Yeah. And I was out. Like I woke up. It's so crazy because I woke up and I felt like I was like not here. Like I felt so heavy. <laughs> like <laughs> in another universe, yeah. right? You're like, what just happened? I remember the first time that I fell asleep with I used the brain tap to fall asleep. And I literally went like comatose. Yes. So like I have like sort of a, sort of a sleep rhythm. I think most people do. You mm -hmm. fall asleep and then you have moments where you you kind of remember like waking up in a little bit at night or, you know, you, you, you go in and out of like these states of sleep mm -hmm. when you're in a lighter sleep yep. phase. I didn't have that lighter sleep phase. Mm -hmm. I was just like somebody drugged me <laughs> Rem. until like three or four in the morning. Yeah. And I kind of remember waking up like the headset was like still half, like was like on my eye instead of my, and I was just like, <gasps> and I kind of like, what? Cause yeah. I knew a lot of time had gone by and I was like, this is a trip. I don't know what just happened, but I think mm -hmm. I just went somewhere else. <laughs> like, I don't know if I was in this body yeah. anymore. So I want to ask two questions. How, my first question is how did you get into that? And my next question is, can you explain, because I've had people hit me up on my DMs like, hey, what is this brain tap stuff? You know, so can you explain a little bit more for our viewers what brain tap is and talk about how you got into that, how you discovered brain tap? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I have, I brought the, the headset because I had a oh, feeling yes. that you were going to ask me <laughs> yes, about this. Yes, I was. Oh, man. By the way, I'm not like I'm not sponsored by BrainTap or anything. I wish that I was. I do want to collaborate with them because I want to be a mm -hmm. voice on BrainTap. So. They're gonna be listening to this podcast because I messaged I them so. and told them. You know, because I well, this is the device. Um, I really believe in the product. Mm -hmm. um, I carry it in my wellness center. Move that away a little bit. And uh, basically, when you turn this on, these little lights light up in the ears, and the visor drops down over your eyes and how i understand this is it's all based on neuroscience mm -hmm. so the your eyes are actually the only part of your brain that are exterior so they're part of your brain and a mm -hmm. huge part of the way that we receive information mm -hmm. so the sound waves and the light waves are specifically formulated mm -hmm. to calm the busy part of your brain down the part that you were saying that you were stuck in. Yes. 
basically yes. like it's called mm-hmm. it's fight or flight it's mm-hmm. like you just got a lot going on and it's so hard to unplug everything that we do these days it's is about hard. being plugged in yes it's go 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 especially with social media you're so yes. plugged into these reels all of the time scrolling and scrolling and scrolling constant dopamine yeah. hit so mm-hmm. we are on overdrive as it is i mean mm-hmm. if you think of a simpler time before that there was ever any electronics and mm-hmm. those things our brains wouldn't have to process as much as they do these mm-hmm. days but because social media mm-hmm. and the accessibility or everyone can reach us at all times like we have all the stimulation and input coming in so now our brains a lot of times get stuck in that go 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 mm. we don't really get ever focus on the unplug mm. how do we do that yeah. how do we unplug it's nobody really teaches you that like go to yeah. sleep well yeah but what if you're so chronically stuck in a state of fight or flight mm-hmm. you have nervous system dysregulation at that point meaning yeah. one is overdoing the job and you the other one's like basically weak it would be like I, if you didn't work yeah. out a muscle group mm-hmm. you know like imagine if you did a whole training camp and you just didn't use your legs the whole time <laughs> my legs look you know? like i don't like, use them they're like <laughs> <laughs> they look like i don't use them <laughs> like, i'm built like a dorito if you notice <laughs> I have noticed. I've done strength and conditioning with you. This is definitely loop. <laughs> yeah, like a popsicle stick. So, um, you know, but this is an amazing mm-hmm. unplug. So for people who are not good at meditating, mm-hmm. I know so many people who are like, I just can't meditate. Yeah, yeah. because that would be like all of a sudden just trying to run a marathon yes. for the sake of examples like that's a very it takes a skill set mm-hmm. takes a lot of practice to get there this makes it easy mm-hmm. because you put that on there's like a if next time you put it on listen and it just kind of like, woo, 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 like yeah. there's this little undertone mm-hmm. those are the frequencies sound frequencies and then the lights also coordinate with that so it actually puts you in this meditative sort yes. of trance it almost hypnotizes you to fall yes. asleep yeah. yeah so it's like hypnotism and meditation mm-hmm had a baby <laughs> and made it on a headset that you can put on and like do it with ease. So for me, hypnotation. Uh, yeah, hypnotation. Oh, I like that. Is that trademarks? We should. Like, we might as well. <laughs> I look. I'm telling you. I went in there and I was just like, I didn't know what to expect. You know what I mean? Like immediately, I was kind of grumpy and groggy because I haven't been sleeping. So immediately, yeah. I was like negative. Like this isn't gonna work. Yeah. This oh, shit's I know. You came work. in and you were like, <laughs> I have up and you're like, yeah, I can't sleep anywhere but my bed. Like, yeah. This is, you and know. I can barely sleep there. Yeah. You know. But you, yeah, you. Yeah, went out, I was so. out. It, I was out. So this is really amazing for for at any time during mm-hmm. the day or when you go to sleep. Um, huge fan. You'll hear. Mostly as Dr. Porter mm-hmm. um, getting on there and he'll he'll speak to you. And sometimes there's two voices going at once, which mm-hmm. can be like, whoa, kind of like simulating. But then again, it keeps that conscious part of your brain busy mm-hmm. and active. But the subconscious then gets a chance to actually be present and see, receive some information, yes. which is really helpful. So even if you fall asleep during, right, it's still like you're receiving that positive. And what's so cool about it is if you go on the app, you'll mm-hmm. see there's all different kinds of things that it targets. They have an app too? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I did not yeah. know that. So the app is actually free. You can mm-hmm. go on there, I believe, and you can... Um, I think there's maybe a trial. I can't remember. I don't know for sure. But um, you can listen to it on a regular headset. Mm -hmm. You can do those brain tap meditations on On a regular regular headset. headset. It's just that it's not going to be as effective in Mm -hmm. training your brain waves. So they call it brain fitness for a reason because Mm -hmm. it's actually training your brain waves. So a lot of times we walk around and people operate in primarily Delta brainwave, which is like a slow brainwave. It's something that you want when you're sleeping, Mm -hmm. not really what you want when you're awake because it's a sign that your brain is tired. Mm -hmm. It's over fatigued and you're kind of spacey. If if you're the person who's forgetting where you put things, you don't know where your phone is, it's hard for you to focus. Chances are you're probably operating operating in a brainwave that's Mm -hmm. not very good for being focused here and now. So that is what brain tap helps us do is operate in other brainwaves like alpha, theta, you know, and when you get those more present, more regularly, Mm -hmm. the brain can do it on its own, you know, without the headset, but it's just like, you know, like going to the gym and working out. I feel like that's always the easiest example, you know, it's like, most definitely it gets easier the more that you practice it. So brain fitness is a thing. I love that. And not just that, I love that you explained it because I had no idea how it worked. I just knew it worked. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but hey, it worked, man. And I love that you said too, like they're not sponsoring you because, you know, you have people that are always like, oh, she's just promoting it because, you know, they're sponsoring her. 
You no, know what I mean? I so, really believe in the product. Like we yeah. carry it at Desert Moon Wellness. Like this is a, something I think more people could really benefit from. And that's mm-hmm. why I say you How'd can you... just use a regular headset mm-hmm. and like it's a monthly membership. But I'm telling you the sound waves and the light waves yeah. from this really make it mm-hmm. way more effective. But the meditations are still good. Like still good to words to listen yes. to. And, either way. And for those of you guys listening, you know, we always spend money on things that don't matter as much. Like how much, you know what I mean? We go out to the casino, oh, yeah. we, we buy alcohol, we buy yeah. junk food. Mm-hmm. You know, you can spend... Alcohol. Yeah, you could spend however much uh, per month. I don't know what the membership is per month. I don't know either. But it's, it's, not, it's, it's probably not simple. anything ridiculous. You know no. what I'm saying? Um, for our health, I believe that we should invest, invest. into our health yeah. more often than not because we're so used to, you know, oh, you know what, that, that's a membership for that much a month. Nah, I'm not doing that. But we're going to go out and, you know, go out and drink once a week, $9. every $9. week. $9.99, guys. You guys can afford $9.99 <laughs> $9. a $9. month $9. to benefit your health yeah. and start investing in your health. That's a big thing that we don't do as much is invest in our health. And we need to start investing into the things that is going to make us, you know, conducive to our health. Absolutely. But uh, how did you get connected with this, by the way? How did you find out about BrainTap? So I went to a biohacking conference, Mm -hmm. Dave Asprey's conference last September. Mm -hmm. And that's where I really started to delve into the world Mm -hmm. beyond wellness. So I had been a biohacker for a long time, which is kind of a crazy term and it sounds really intimidating, but it's basically just somebody who's trying to understand how to hack their own body body. and brain Uh and spiritually all the different things that, and it's anti-aging and longevity Mm -hmm. kind of combined. But for me, I look at it as performance, like not just in the octagon, not just as an athlete, but like, wouldn't we all want to perform our best in life? Life is a performance. It's one big giant performance. Like let's all try to do our best while we are. And that's the other thing. It brings me back into what you're just talking about being a mother and how I balance those Mm -hmm. things. Like taking 20 minutes for myself Mm. for brain tap makes me a better mother. Mm. It makes me a better wife. It makes me a better fighter. It makes me because I can learn to be more present Mm -hmm. and also have those moments where I put myself first. Mm. I always love that analogy. You know, when the oxygen mask comes down, you put it on yourself first. Why? (laughs) Because if you pass the fuck out, (laughs) you're not helping anybody, right? If you bite the dust, (laughs) like if you're, if you're shitty attitude all day, like you're not of service to anybody else. You can't help anybody else. So for me, it's like, I realize that if I charge my own battery first, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a lot more to give to everybody else. Yep. Your kids, your husband, your training, all of that. You've seen those memes where, you know, you got the mom with the vacuum and she has the baby in her hands and she's like, her nose is running and she's like... Right. <laughs> just vacuuming at the same time. Oh, so you, brutal. Brutal. And you know, women tend to put everyone else first a mm-hmm. lot of times. This is like a chronic issue. Yes. So I was reading this, actually was watching it, uh, um, an interview, and mm-hmm. they said that it was doc- from Dr. Amen that men who get married typically live longer than men who stay single. But women who get married typically live shorter lives than women who stay single. and you know why because we're raining y'all asses in (laughs) trying to be like guys you know but it's i can see that actually i can definitely see that it's a woman's nature to kind of be of service to everyone else and not always reflect on herself and like how she can actually be the best but when Mm. she's the best when she's supported yeah then she's that much better for everybody else so it's kind of like realizing which is a hard thing to understand because sometimes we just we spend our currency like it's yeah. never going to run out but we yeah. don't realize we're going into debt mm-hmm. with our bodies it's true like, we're gonna have to pay it at some point and with interest it's true it's true and when we get to a certain age you know by then if you're if you're not yeah. adding on to those foundations when you get to that certain age you're like oh man shit i'm here now and it's almost too late because my brain is just like going at 100 miles an hour and i don't oh, know how yeah. to slow it down if so we have to mm-hmm. if you're not sick or have cancer yep. or have diabetes or have something else. And it's so sad because a lot of times people are waiting for that retirement age mm-hmm. so they can finally start living life. This is true. Right. And this by that true. time they've already spent it all yes. just about to where they're sick. They're on medications. Mm-hmm. They're not well to travel. Yep. It's like, I don't think pain was ever meant to be a lifestyle. Personally. No, no, of course not. I, of course not. I and, was, 
And our society kind of sets us up that way to though, to just drive ourselves in the ground and just, you know, but I'm just like, what, you know, what is all of this? Like what, where did we ever miss the point of mm-hmm. what actually life was, life was meant to be enjoyed. Yeah. So if you're not enjoying your mm-hmm. life, you might want to start asking some deeper questions mm-hmm. and like, how can you enjoy moments in time? Cause we're not always going to enjoy every part of our life. That's Let's true. be honest. Like That's sometimes true. we go to practice and just like, Oh, it's terrible. <sighs> yeah. Right. I mean, or struggling to sleep or whatever it is, but if we can slowly overcome just maybe mm-hmm. one little thing here and there, if we can get consistent about one thing that we do for ourselves, mm. even if it's just like one breath. Discipline. Yeah, one breath yeah. that we give to ourselves every day. Three actually is scientifically shown to calm down your fight or flight response, what you're system. stuck into. So mm-hmm. three deep breaths will put you back into a parasympathetic state. And just that alone, like mm. can we spare three deep breaths? Yes. Can we do that? Like it's- can everybody do that? Because I think we'd all... Be a little bit better. No, I love that because I realize the more life that I live, meaning the older I get, the more I find it harder to get off that roller coaster, you know, because I have way more responsibilities, yeah. way more tasks. I have a goal, a mark that I want to hit, Yeah. you know, but like you said, I, I need those moments where I have to put the oxygen mask on myself first yes. and realize I can't hit my marks if I don't. Feed you. me first, yeah. you know, feed me first because when I'm going a hundred miles and it's like being in a hole, right? It's like, I don't realize I'm in a hole until I get out the hole and look around. I'm like, holy shit, I was in this hole for damn near six months, yep. you know, but when you're in the hole, you're just like, ah, oh, you, you have, n- sometimes you're just so busy digging. Yeah, that's true. You're just digging you're yourself just digging. in that hole. You don't even know that you yeah. lost the light. <laughs> it's getting dark in there. <laughs> like it's getting no grip, idea. you know? That's so true. That's oh, so true. Yeah. And I love that you were able to be on here talking about this because like I said, we need more of this, you know, and I know the UFC is such a entertainment business and a sport where, you know, you talk shit and, yeah. you know, violence and stuff like that. But I love that the UFC has a platform for everybody. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a stage for people like you, there's a stage for the Connors. There's a stage for the Stricklands. There's a stage for you know what I'm saying. And I love that. Um, what is next for you after fighting? Do you think? Because I th- I feel like you definitely should go into some kind of I don't know I don't know where you're mo- like helping people um, I guess boost their mental fortitude or building their self-efficacy. Yeah, that's a great question. And on a note, what you were just saying before I answer that question, Mm -hmm. I do want anyone in the UFC who's listening right now to know that Micah is paid for by the UFC. Like (laughs) if you are having any, which we all could improve, like you don't even have to wait until there's a problem to, to tackle it so that you could be better before you even get there. Right. Shout out to Micah. Micah is awesome. (laughs) Schedule with him. I think right now he's only available two days a week. If I have it my way, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get the UFC higher on that man five days a week. (laughs) Everybody's going to have access to him. Yes. He's awesome. So, uh, take advantage of that. Um, and then, uh, what I want to do post fighting, I think mm. I'm wrapping up my career this year. I, really? I think this is, yeah, I oh, think this is man. it. Oh man, you hear that, guys? She's I announcing know. that on my show. I know. I get the news first. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe that. It's so, almost like it's sad because, like I said, it was almost like I've been through your journey, through your, you know, your entire career. Like I said, I was always a Misha fan. Like I. You know, you can, I, I, I don't know if I'll cut this yet, but I never, I was never a fan of Rhonda. I was, you know what I'm saying? I loved your your attitude and your personality and everything that you did out more so outside of the octagon. That's what made right. me a fan of you. It wasn't what you did inside, which inside well, was you. incredible. Don't get me, you know what I mean? Thank you. But I loved your personality, your drive, all that shit, man. It was amazing. You know, it was amazing because I was, I was always into like people who are motivating in the right way you know right. like, i i need i needed that so i was like it was like food for me i was like oh man give me more motivating people you know so i really appreciate that so it's a very kind compliment and i'm working on you know i'm a work in progress mm-hmm. yes. and i've really realized that as the fighting chapter closes mm-hmm. you know you 
it's one part of what I do, but I know I have so much more to offer. Mm, you know, I, I know that. that I have so much more to offer and I'm mm -hmm. really passionate about wanting to help people. So that's part of the reason why I opened Desert Moon Wellness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just having the conversations that you and I have and just realizing that there's a lot of people out there who are burning the candle at both ends yeah. and, and the middle. Mm -hmm. You know, they've just snapped that candle too, and they lit it from the center point too. You know, yeah, <laughs> I like, know that's not Ugh. sustainable. And I, you know what, I, I was, was there. I was just about to say that. I was. It was just me. About to say that. I was there, and I burnt out, and mm -hmm. I hit the bottom hard. Yeah. And I knew I had to do something different mm -hmm. because it was just to the point where I didn't want to be here anymore. Yeah. It was hard. Uh -huh. So, you know, a lot of athletes identify as what they do. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily have, and that's where it gets so scary too, because it's like, oh, if I lose this next fight, you know, what does that mean? Well, if I don't yeah. have this, I don't know what or who I am beyond mm -hmm. that. And that can also be anyone in life. I mean, mm -hmm. anything that people really strongly identify with, like, oh, this is wh what I do is who I am. Mm -hmm. We have to understand there's a difference between what I do and who I am. Oh, that right? is powerful right there. That is really powerful. I think that fine line that we don't um, acknowledge enough, you know, we always, yes. when I say we, I mean, myself included, I've done this before where I've become what I wanted to do. You know what I'm yes. saying? I've become the thing that I want to do and I'm not what I'm doing. It's just what I'm doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that there's not power in that because mm -hmm. we see people do great things when they become what they do, you know, Olympic mm. gold medalists and things. But the problem is, is those are not healthy skill sets to mm -hmm. live a normal life. Mm. So what happens when that chapter closes? That's where it becomes an issue. So I think the earlier that we can instill in people is mm. that there is a difference in what they do versus, mm -hmm. you know, who they are, who they are. Yes. Then if what they do doesn't work out or they fall short or they're still learning, they still know who they are. I love that. Right? I love that. That's where the deep seated yes. confidence comes in. And I wish that I would have known that earlier in my career, but it wasn't until I was forced to uh, retire. Basically, I thought mm -hmm. I was retired for almost five years yeah. and I had two kids and I started to reinvent, um, I'll reinvent who, the wheel, but like yeah. who I am. Who yeah. Well, yeah. I started to really ask all those deep questions yeah. and I soul searched for those years and I took that time and I realized like I have a greater purpose mm -hmm. than just going out there and fighting people. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've loved that so much, mm -hmm. but I am going to help people. I love now instead that. of breaking people, I'm going to start yeah. fixing them. No, I love that. <laughs> I love that because a lot of times we become so wrapped up in what we're doing, like fighting. You know what I'm saying? You get all the the fans and the yeah. hype, and you know it's a big ego and confidence boost. Yep. So it's easy to lose yourself in who you are. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, you're like, yeah, this is me. I'm yeah. I'm Ode Osborne, the UFC fighter. Yeah. You know what I'm exactly, saying? Exactly. Yeah. Right? How you identify? And you know what, Ode? Winning is easy. That I mean, it's not that it's not hard work, mm -hmm. but winning is easy because everything is going right. You don't really have to get in, like, look internally mm. until you lose. Ah, that is dope. Right? Yeah, and losing that's dope. is hard because mm -hmm. looning, losing means that you don't have the option to just be where you are. It's like you got to figure out, you got to change yeah. something, right? So you got to look inside and figure out what that is. And not only that, but I think a lot of us, um, feel like losing is not getting what we want or not getting right. where we want when we want yes. that's not that's perspective. not it's perspective it's completely perspective you know what i'm saying because look at you right you didn't get the belt until later on yeah. which is you never stopped trying you you weren't like oh man i didn't get a belt 10 I'm years not, 10 years and if you didn't get a belt you still was a winner you know what i'm saying you know how many girls can say that they've fought at the highest level and accomplished the things that you accomplished there's not many there's not many. And your victory over Holly Holm, you could feel how emotional and excited you were. Hey, yo, I, I swear to you, that one was like, when you won that, man, I swear, there, there might have been some dust in my eyes. Uh, you know, I was like, yo, it, it sent like chills because... Where were you? I don't even remember where I was. I just... just remember if... Yeah, yeah. because it's, it's like... You've been trying so hard, working so hard to accomplish that. And you you know what I mean? There were times where it was like, okay, you know, Misha, she might not be a, a champion. You know what yeah. I mean? But she didn't accomplish anything. And you were like, no, my, my moment's not done yet. My moment's not done yet. And you went out there and you 
finally put the stamp on it. And, and after everything you've been working for became the UFC Bantamweight champion. Oh. That was amazing. Such a good feeling. You know, when it works out, it's it just feels damn good. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I will never forget that moment. Yeah. Every time I watch it, it was like, oh, my heart rate definitely went up a little bit. Yeah, because you, you can see, too, even when that choke, you know, you put everything into that choke. You were just, like, squeezing. Everything. You held on for dear life. And even when she flipped you, you were like, I'm not going out. No. I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go. You're <laughs> like a dog on a bone. Yeah, you were it's not mine. letting go. That Taking was amazing. Her home. <laughs> that was awesome. So um, you're asking me. I think that the that's a great segue mm-hmm. in the sense it's like, you know, I'm not done yet. Like I'm still not done yet. I might be I might wrap up the the fighting career, but I'm not yeah. done making my mark on the world. I will definitely mm-hmm. be looking to do more things in comprehensive healing and wellness and performance because it's never just one thing. You know, we talked about brain tap. Yeah. We also talked about hyperbaric oxygen therapy. When you went in the hyperbaric chamber, I'd like to break down a little bit what that is. For people, it's a it's a capsule, essentially, whether it's a soft shell or a hard shell. Yeah. You go inside, and it's pressure. So we're adding pressure. A lot of people think that there is less oxygen at the top of Mount Everest than yeah. there is at sea level. It's not true. There's 21% regardless of how high you are in altitude. And there's mm. less pressure. That's why it's harder to breathe at altitude. I see. So it's when we pressure. add pressure, mm-hmm. right, the oxygen molecule gets smaller. It means we can fit it into your not only your blood cells, but your blood plasma. Mm. And your blood plasma, when you get a lot of oxygen in that, boom, we are facilitating healing. Yeah. Because think about this, Ode. I think I've talked to you about this before. But we focus on what? Our supplements, our sleep, yep. how we work out, mm-hmm. you know, all these things, organic food, whatever. Yep. But how long can you go without breathing? Not very long. Not very long Shit. at all. Why? Because your cells primarily rely on oxygen, oxygen. as the it's the most mm-hmm. important thing we consume on a regular basis. Wow. Over 2,300 yeah. breaths a day. Yeah. You know what Did I mean? Did your research. 2,300? I didn't... Wow. Because that's a lot of breathing, right? (laughs) This is why I also think breath work is very Mm. important and it's very powerful. But when you get into a hyperbaric chamber, basically we're taking Mm -hmm. you below sea level. We're adding pressure to the oxygen. How many, how, how much, how do I say this? How many feet below sea level are you going when you, when you're in this hyperbaric chamber? Nine. It was nine feet for nine. 1.3. Okay. And we go all the way up to 2.2, 2, mm-hmm. which I would have to do the math on that, yeah. those numbers. But um, just depending what you're trying to target. I mean, okay. it, at those deeper levels, mm-hmm. you can uh, have stem cell mobilization. Mm. You can increase bone marrow mm-hmm. production. Uh, you can really do incredible things. The first two weeks of us being open, we had a woman come in who had a mommy makeover and her surgery went really long because mm-hmm. the, sur- the surgeon couldn't reestablish blood flow to her nipple. Mm-hmm. Her nipple was like black as your shirt. <laughs> it was dead. Like yeah. it was, it was definitely well on its way to being dead. And he poked it like 20 times trying to find yeah. any sign that there was any blood flow, nothing but plasma coming out of there. So she came in, she found us because mm-hmm. he said, we're going to have to take the nipple off. Her husband's like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Not the nipple. Guys, Don't touch the nipple. The nipple. <laughs> okay. So she found us. And after her first hyperbaric chamber treatment, she came out and she had noticeable pink back in her nipple. That was really cool because we wow. don't usually get to see that yeah. from the outside. Like we know the science, yeah. but you know, it's like, unless somebody can see mm-hmm. it happens, sometimes we just don't get that treat always. Yeah. But what happened basically is that we oxygenated the plasma, mm-hmm. the liquid that the blood cells lives in. And mm-hmm. so the blood cells didn't really have a pathway there, but the liquid will go anywhere. Right. So it seeped into that tissue and delivered oxygen for this oxygen starved tissue. Oh. And then right. Angiogenesis can happen, which is yeah. the growth of new blood vessels. Mm-hmm. Right. And all, so all that can be facilitated, but blood it needed flow. oxygen first. In right. order for the blood to flow. Exactly. Got it. So this is what happens with chronic inflammation and things like this. Sometimes with traumatic brain injuries, mm-hmm. we see this all the time where blood flow is impeded. Mm-hmm. So when you go in the chamber, you're hyperoxygenating, you're getting oxygen to tissue, even if blood flow itself is slowed down or sometimes mm-hmm. pretty well blocked. And the other cool thing is when you come out of pressure, mm-hmm. so you think about the oxygen molecules being so tiny and compressed. So there's a lot of them in there. So when you come out, they want to expand. It means that they need to like get out and they're going to get out into those tissues yeah. rapidly. For mm-hmm. about four hours, you see a benefit of that. So think about... If you had a hose and you have it at normal pressure and you're able to water this corner of the grass and mm-hmm. then maybe you, you kink it mm-hmm. and then you let it go and it, and it disperses a lot more. Why? Because pressure has been built up, right? So now mm-hmm. you're watering different parts of the grass that mm-hmm. couldn't get water at normal pressure. So when we do that and we put you under pressure and then you come out, the capillaries deliver oxygen at normally 
a range that's normal to our atmospheric pressure. Mm -hmm. But they can deliver that oxygen about four times the distance wow. by just simply coming out from pressure Yeah, because all that oxygen, the pressure is wow. being alleviated yeah. and so much of the oxygen is in there that those capillaries now have pressure behind uh -huh. them to be able to disperse that oxygen. So you have injuries, right, that happen. It's like people like oh, their, their back, their wrist, you know, and you hear doctors say, it's going to take a long time to heal mm -hmm. because you don't get a lot of blood flow to that area. Ah, right? so this brings blood flow yes, to the areas that need... Yes, and it brings oxygen to those areas. Because that's the primary job of our blood cells. That's the primary job is to deliver mm. oxygen. Yeah. But if they can't really get in there or if they, it's just hard, mm -hmm. right? If oxygen is not being delivered at a, at a good rate, then healing is going to take a long time. That's incredible, man. That is incredible. Guys, hey, if you haven't already checked out Desert Wellness, um, please do me a favor doesn't matter if you're a fighter. You can be a stay-at-home mom, a stay-at-home dad, whatever. If you have any yes. um, issues sleeping, any issues with your back, any any injuries. Pre- or post-op surgery is always great, too. Post-op surgery? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All so, Misha, things. tell our listeners where they can find um, physically Desert Wellness. Desert and, Moon, Moon Wellness. Sorry, Desert Moon Wellness. Yep. And on social media where they can find Desert Moon Wellness. Um so on Instagram, we're at Desert Moon Wellness LV. I think that's standard for us across the board. Okay. And uh, we are, if you're in Las Vegas, we're off the 215 by the Ikea. Mm -hmm. like there's only one Ikea there in Vegas, is. right? Yeah, yeah. So Everybody knows about the Ikea. It's close to the UFC Performance Institute, just down the street. And uh, yeah, we're happy to help. You know, it's, these aren't our only modalities as well. Mm -hmm. You know, we do have red light therapy. We yep. do other wellness testing as well. Like so for hormones and things. Mm -hmm. So people want to know, you know, if the testosterone or estrogen or these different hormones are good. We also do uh, testing for food allergies, food sensitivities. Okay. Um, and then we have NeuroCheck, which is a really cool comprehensive way to mm -hmm. see if what we're doing works, if it's working, right? Because sometimes people need a deeper dive. It's true. And guys... If you need a guinea pig or if you need a deeper dive or if you need to know if it's working, use me as your test study. <laughs> well, we've already started. <laughs> <laughs> I've done this and let me tell you, it works. I've done it. So you guys can use me. I'm not sponsored by Misha. I'm not sponsored by BrainTap. I'm not sponsored by anybody. I'm just telling you guys right now, I, I, I went there one day not thinking it was going to work. And to my surprise, it was amazing and it was incredible. I went back. And uh, when I start my camp, I'm going to be going again. I love it. And, uh, and that's what we need is those, those genuine testimonials. You know, mm -hmm. there's just no other reason to be sharing the word than to, to help people yes. to understand that these are available. And um, I don't think hyperbaric oxygen therapy should be a foreign thing. So many people don't know what it is. And yeah. I'm like, you know, we should be because, because the reason why is like, again, if we were living back in a day when we didn't have to process so many things, mm -hmm. our brain is running full speed at so much of the day yes. that we have to do things now on the back end to be able to keep up with the pace of life, the, uh, yes. the demand. 100%. I mean, if you're a, a single parent or if, if you're, you know, working full time and you're a mom or your dad and you're doing all these things and you're just exhausted, mm -hmm. time to put the mask on, <laughs> you know, like time to serve yourself yeah. first for a little bit, like whatever it is that you can do. There's so many healing things. I mean, it's is it a sauna for 20 minutes a day? Mm -hmm. Is it a cold shower? I mean, I know that doesn't sound pleasant, and I'm I hate cold water, but I've you'd be yeah. so proud of me, O'Day. I've been actually getting in the ice. <laughs> in the ice plunge, I have oh, been. Oh man, I've done it about five or six times now. That's good. Cold showers. That's yeah. good. For for me, it's more mental. I don't know the the benefits. I keep hearing about oh, like you know cold, cold, cold. I do the plunge. I don't do the showers. Cause I like, I like, man, I grew up in Kingston, Jamaica, where we grew up with no hot water. All right. And I'm not trying to get a cold shower and bring me back to, to, that to those days, for you. <laughs> to those days where I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, this oh, sucks. I hate it all. Came to America and I'm like, holy shit, there's hot water here. I'm not going back to Never cold showers. Back. Never. I like scorching <laughs> hot showers. Like Women I get do. out of that lobster, like I'm a lobster, Yo, like red and what I is, love it. What is with that? I've seen so many. I don't know. My Video. man can't handle it either. He's oh, like, oh my man. God. He's like, you're, that's you're why, burning yourself. I'm that's like, why no, I can't good. take a shower with another woman. It's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. I need I need my okay. shower to be like lukewarm. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be like Larry the Lobster. <laughs> that's here. me when I get out of the, the shower, for sure. That, that just tells you, though, the threshold comparing women to men. Like that you guys have a higher pain tolerance than we do. 
But you know, <laughs> I would I would think that might be a thing after after having yeah. kids and yeah. you know, my son was a at home birth. We did that at home. That, damn. Yeah, y'all are gangsters, cool. man. Y'all are gangsters. You know what it is? <laughs> it's all in the minds. I, I know believe people it. say that. There's a lot of fear mongering that goes yeah. in around that, but um, it's all in the minds. I love it. Like it's science. Yes. It's science. We just yes. produce endorphins, you feel good. Oh man, I love it. Well, Misha, it was a man. Thank you so much for coming on my show. I really appreciate talking to you as always. Tell our listeners where they can find you and uh, where they can find. Well, we already did where they can find well, uh, Desert Moon Wellness. Yes. So tell our listeners where they can find you on the social. Uh, you guys can just find me at Misha Tate, but just remember it's I before E except for C. That rule also applies to my name. I <laughs> like that video. When you guys pulled that video yeah. up and I was M-E-I, I was like, well, they spelled they my spelled, name. Wrong, yep. so they can kick rock. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's it. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm really passionate. I'm really excited for this next chapter. I'm mm -hmm. going to do some pretty cool things. And I hope to be working eventually on the other side. You know how Claudia Gadelia is kind mm -hmm. of graduated into yes. being on the other side? Yes. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to work with athletes. I want to work with people. I want to work with women. Mm. Um, yeah, because women, we're we're complicated. Like, we've got a lot of things yeah. going on. we got a lot of hormones and all this stuff. I'm sure oh, you've ever... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see oh that reaction. You're like, yes, tell me about yes. it. I know. <laughs> well, what happens when we're not operating in our hormones is we get a little crazy. Uh, yeah. We'll figure. <laughs> but this world's not very kind uh, I'm glad to those, you said it. I'm glad you said it. Right? I, wanna, I can I say wanna, it. I could say yeah. it. But women, there is a better way. If you're feeling crazy, it's not because... It's likely not because just... Because you're crazy. Some of y'all might be crazy. <laughs> crazy Some of y'all might be crazy. But if if you're just feeling like you've just lost a grip on it and, mm -hmm. you, and this is not how you want to be or how you want to feel, then mm -hmm. chances are you are operating outside of like your hormonal, um, like being able to support your hormones, basically. And when we do that as mm -hmm. women, it really takes a toll on us. Like for you guys, every day is like Groundhog's Day. Yes. You pretty much have a 24-hour hormone cycle. You get you get <sighs> testosterone every 15 minutes. Sometimes I'm I like, get it once a month. Oh, that's crazy. Is that wild? That's to wild think about? because sometimes I'm like. I need less testosterone because, like, I'm just like, I want to go hump that tree over there. <laughs> Man, you know, and testosterone, you'll know when your girl's on, when she's having the testosterone high too, because <laughs> yeah. that sex drive is going to be way up there. It's probably matching yours. Oh, but then the man. other time of the month, she's going to be like, mm, I don't know if it'll I ever match watch mine. Netflix and ever. Eat chocolate. <laughs> I don't know if it'll ever match mine, ever. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you haven't met your match yet for sure, but um, it's complicated uh, for, for women. So anyways, I, I want to be a voice for that. And eventually, you know, I'm going to be, I would be hosting my own biohacking conferences. I want to have my own wellness retreats. And like, you will. I will. You Let's, will. That is 100%. on, that is written down. It is in, yeah. It's I see it, man. We're, we're I doing see it. it. Well, Misha, again, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to have you. Yes, thank you. Guys, Misha, the great Tate. I know it's <laughs> Cupcake, but I think she deserves to be the great Tate because she's worked her ass off and, and is deserving of that title. So my name is Ode Osborne, UFC Flyweight, and this is Wagwan with Ode Osborne. And today we are out.